Arnold Palmer is the Masters champion of 1960. Expect anything different? It's just not a fair fight. No, it really isn't, Roger. I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut. That's a slice. And it's a good one, too. Welcome to another episode of the Downswing Golf Podcast presented by Foreign Champ. I am one of your hosts, Clay, and with me co-hosting is Nick. Nick, how are you doing? Howdy there. Doing great. Uh, you know, maintaining sanity and got some sunshine this weekend. So Yeah, that's always nice. It's too bad uh, courses aren't really open to take advantage of the sunshine, but I'm sure you're getting your outside action in other ways. Yeah, thanks for reminding me, but it is a rather <laughs> dreary time of year with uh, unprecedented closures. It's just uh, kind of sad now that it's finally warming up, up up here in the Northwoods to get outside and chase the ball around. Yeah. I mean, thankfully, you can still kind of, you can still go outside, right? So if if you want to go to like a, you know, a local park or something or open space you can still go there and maybe like chip some balls or something you know at least it's not like you have to be completely indoors that would be kind of nuts right yeah i mean that would be the ultimate worst case scenario um but yeah and then a couple of my parks around here they have these signs on it these horrible signs that say no golfing so (laughs) i don't they obviously don't want uh people chewing up the ground but um well, they're not I'm replacing like, their divots. That's what they're doing. Yeah. They're I'm ruining like, what, it for everyone. What if I tee it up? I mean, right. is that bad? What if I bring my own turf and I hit off that? <laughs> um, so that's, yeah, I don't know. Might have to start putting a flag stick in the, in the lawn somewhere and chip into that. Or a trash can. Start oh, trying to there you dunk go. it in a trash can. Yeah, let's start making some of those uh, trick shot videos. Those are getting all the rage right now. All the rage. Yeah, yeah, those are fun to watch. People are super creative and have a lot of time on their hands. Obviously, yeah, we could we could probably put together a, a downswing podcast trick shot video compilation. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, we could do it for sure. Uh huh. Yeah, with courses closed, there's uh, there's a lot of creativity going around to get your golf fix in. Um, you know, obviously, there's not a whole lot of changes that have happened in the last week since our last podcast episode uh most courses are at least in our state are closed just due to the state orders and then a lot of other states kind of have closures as well obviously you have some states that are still golfing and those states uh make us really jealous but in terms of golf news not a whole lot going on we're still looking for a lot of things a lot of news in terms of when play will start back up on the pro tours when courses will just get open in general but um that's still we're still kind of all in dark and and there's reports out there but not like nothing substantial it's really nobody really knows right now uh i feel like it's just kind of you got to take a lot of things with a grain of salt um i don't know if you've kind of heard that same or kind of echo that same statement nick yeah it just seems like you don't know who to believe ever there's different opinions i mean you know from a state level a federal level they're not you know not not a ton of consistency like i don't know what the number is half the states are open for golf half aren't and then whatever 
people say it just changes a day or a week later so it's yeah seems like nobody knows nothing <laughs> no but I, I think uh i think probably the best thing you can do is just play it safe whether you're able to golf or not um you know abide by social distancing rules and stuff you know if you're out on the course don't be idiots <laughs> right don't ruin it for the rest of us who can't get out yet <laughs> yeah exactly i mean I definitely, I mean, we're obviously, we're biased, but I definitely think that they they went too far with closing the courses. I mean, I think there's ways to to do it right around here, whether it's no driving carts or only one person on a cart, um, you know, mandated. And then, um, you know, you can take the flag sticks out. You can put little, you know, a spacer in the bottom so the ball doesn't go to the bottom, things like that. So you never actually have to touch anything or, I mean, limit it to like, just two stems. I mean, someone said they might open it up, but just for singles or something. But that seems a little, a little much. I mean, even four people could probably play and never get within six feet of each other if they do it right. So, yeah, I mean, if they're if they're bad enough too, you know, yeah, one <laughs> one guy slicing it to the one woods, and you know, they're slicing it to the other woods. Yeah, you have to play a hooker, a hooker with a slicer. Yeah, I think I think that's gonna what that's gonna be what saves us all is we we find golf partners that hit it completely the different side of the <laughs> the, the opposite of hard golf <laughs> yeah yeah something I mean, like that and, and like honestly like i would be fine just like don't even yeah don't even have carts just everybody walk like yeah. i feel like that's a pretty obvious thing to do um no i agree with you in terms of um you know golf is definitely one of those activities that is pretty safe if you know if everyone kind of takes the precautions right it's not like a, it's not a contact sport, you know, it's, I mean, people are outside walking, you know, in more close proximity to each other than they would be, you know, on a golf course, um, just kind of like walking in the neighborhood. So it's kind of frustrating for sure. Yeah, exactly. I mean, state parks are open. I mean, so people are, I mean, you got to allow some kind of outside activities. I mean, I was trying to think of it, um, you know, I'd be okay with people playing Frisbee golf. Um, you know, if gun ranges were open, I don't know. It's just like you got to things where your people are able to keep that six feet of space between each other, then why not give people outlets? Right. Yeah. The, unfortunately there are going to be people who just won't, you know, abide by those precautions. Right. And kind of ruin it for everyone. <laughs> That's the unfortunate thing. Like even, even with golf courses, like if, if they were open and everyone's kind of doing it, you still see the the group of six all kind of standing together on a tee box, you know, and it's like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> that's the yeah. frustrating thing. Yep. Yeah, it only takes a couple bad actors to ruin it for everyone. But, I mean, I don't know. I think at some point, you know, they're going to have to, adjust course or whatever i don't know if that's whenever the state deems that it's hit its peak or um but yeah they're gonna have to open it up at some point but that's the whole when do they open everything up you know once we've in the next month or two once we've hit peak cases or capacity and the healthcare system can handle it and then the economy will have to you know reopen yeah and i mean it's not like a it's not a full like completely closed to completely open thing either right you can you can like do a slow kind of open yeah you know so hopefully golf courses are one of the first ones yeah but 
But that's, I mean, once again, nobody really knows right now when that's going to be or or anything like that. It's all speculation at this point. Just kind of trying to ride it out. And obviously, there's things we can do um, in the meantime. And so we're going to kind of talk about that in today's episode. We're going to talk about some things we have in our in our bag um, and some training tips or training ga- I sorry training aids. My goodness, this quarantine is screwing me up. I'm going to blame everything on the quarantine. But the training aids uh, that we're using during this time. So, Nick, uh, if you'd like to start, what's uh, what kind of things do you have in your bag to help? Um, yeah, I mean, aside for the the normal, the clubs, the balls, but. Um, you know, keep a little pouch full of tees, my ball, my, my pitch mark, like one pitch mark tool, um, a, a lucky ball marker um, that I got from Aaron Hills at the state, um, state AM a few years ago. Um, what else? But as far as interesting stuff, um, a koozie, a couple koozies. Oh, you got to have a koozies. <laughs> at least one, preferably two. Yeah, in case, in case you had to give one to a buddy. Right. You know, in case always someone... looking out for each other. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then I, I go into my training aids, I think is some of this stuff. I mean, I keep a little tripod, um, that, um, for then, and then a little phone clamp so I can put my phone and record my swing on top of a tripod from different angles so I can record it. Um, cause yeah, also, you know, not only just for reviewing, analyzing the swing, but, um, you know, working on another project, um, on Instagram, another uh, startup thing I'm, I'm doing, um, the, for training and then, um, yeah. Um, I think, what do I have now? When I looked this morning, I have an eye patch, you know, one thing I've been doing is doing like, (laughs) and it sounds crazy, but it's right now. Yes, exactly. Um, but yeah, trying to like hit a ball, putt chip all with like one eye. Um, you know, I've done the, you know, the one footed, one legged, uh, one armed, practicing but um you know just trying to mix it up what's the what's the benefits of that of doing one eye i just think it's different ways to challenge yourself oh, I mean, okay um handicap you know, yourself nothing, yeah exactly no nothing in particular but it's just you know after so many hours you're just always looking for something new and interesting um it's not like i do it every time but um i think at the end of last season i was had done it once or twice and for some reason it's in there. So I was getting ready for this episode. I was just kind of going through my bag, seeing what's in there. And so just being honest. Yeah. Um, now do you, um, you mentioned the tripod. Do you, do you only film like when you're practicing or do you ever take that on the, on the course and kind of film certain situations? Um, right now it's primarily practicing. If it's on the course, I would have like uh, a buddy of mine, just, Hey, can you film this shot for me or something? Sure. Behind me. Sure. I don't know. I mean, I could obviously just have the t- tripod ready, but it seems like that would take more time. Yeah, um, but if you're by yourself, you know. Yeah, exactly. Work on different shots. Um, but, yeah, right now it's just on the practice tee, the driving range, on the chipping green, um, lots on the chipping and putting green. Um, yeah. But, the, yeah, and the tripod folds down. I mean, it collapses down to, like, I think a foot I mean, all the legs yeah. slide inside of each other. Um, so, yeah, I can put it just on the side of my bag. Um, 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 some alignment sticks. You got to have those. And, yeah, exactly. Um, 
I, but I need an alignment. I think the new thing is the alignment stick head cover. No, alignment stick head cover. Yeah. Uh, I was going to ask if you had one. No, of those I've never even heard of those. Oh my gosh! I never I even mean, thought of those. That's like a that's a whole nother market that I am just completely unaware of. Google it. I swear. Like I actually <laughs> saw it. Like, I think the pros have been having them for a couple of years now, really? and I I just haven't found a good one like the, the for a good price. Um, I was going to look on Etsy though or something, but um, maybe we'll have to make our own downswing yeah, podcast. Yeah. Alignment stick head covers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's a thing for sure. I mean, well, because at first I saw it in like PGA Pro, Tour Pros bags, and I was like, "What the heck is that head cover?" Like, right. there's no there's no club that can fit under there. And it took me like a few minutes to realize and um, search for it. And but yeah, it's so because most people have two alignment sticks, so then it keeps your alignment sticks together. Instead of floating around the bag. So it's one one head cover for all your, like, it's not one head cover per alignment stick. It's one for all of them. Right? The one I've seen, the ones I've seen is primarily people have two or three. And so it's one head cover that goes over the two or three of them. Gotcha. Then, so then they're not flying around the bag. Plus, the other benefit is like, so like if you're just, like, if I'm sometimes if I'm playing on a cart or even, even push cart, but like if I, I know I'm going to hit a driver, you know, nine, ten times around or something, um, you don't put your head cover on your your driver. So then I was what was happening. I was like pushing the driver into the bag, and it, if your driver hits the, the the top of the crown of the club head hits the alignment stick, it can like leave a little scratch on the top of your driver that uh, so helps prevent that. Yeah, I mean um, nobody wants scratches like that on your drivers. I mean. <laughs> that's what you're looking at when you're looking down at your driver ready to hit ready to yeah. bomb one you know you can't be caught off by that yeah exactly i don't know if you're mocking me right now no no no, no. I, i'm being i'm being serious it's all i'm i go by the mantra of you gotta look good to play good right look yes. good feel good play good correct and like the whole feel good part is is about like looking down at the club and and just having that confidence so yeah. I no, I'm definitely not mocking you. I, I'm mocking you. I mocked you a little bit for the head covers for the <laughs> alignment sticks because I was just completely ignorant about that. But now I kind of see the point. I I understand now that you've explained that can ruin so, your driver head. It it's a, it's a thing. It happens because it happened to me. I'm a victim of alignment stick uh, damage to my head, uh, my the head of my driver. So you can either put your head cover on your driver. Or put a head cover on your alignment sticks, which is now they make them. Um, yeah, I'll have to look into them. Yeah, there you go. Maybe even make um, make our own. Maybe who knows? Yeah, possibilities are endless. And I was thinking about making my own. Just go to like Joanne's and buy some fabric. But then I realized I don't know how to sew that well, and <laughs> well, <laughs> sounded like way more work than. It's just a perfect time to learn. <laughs> yeah, I know. If you. You can't make a side hustle in this environment. You didn't lack time. You lack discipline. Think think of how many like creative things are going to come out of this, right? Yeah. Like all the Da Vinci paintings that will come out of this uh, this timeline here. Correct. It's gonna be it's gonna be kind of nuts. Yeah, it's like a new besides, Renaissance era. Besides, just you know, trick shot videos. Well, right. Which... I mean, that is the most important thing that will come yes. out. <laughs> And alignment rod head covers. Right, absolutely. Do you have anything? Do you have anything uh, like 
I mean, you mentioned like the Aaron Hills. Um, do you call it divot tool or do you, I mean, it's not really a divot fixer. Pitch, pitch marker yeah. pair. Okay. Pitch tool. I've heard it called like divot tool. I'm like, that doesn't ever make sense to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you have anything that's like sentimental in your bag? Um, that Aaron Hills um, ball marker. I mean, I just think it's pretty cool. It's because it's got like a clover leaf on it. Yeah. Three, three leaf clover. Um, yeah, it's a. I mean, Aaron Hills and Whistling Straits. I feel like both have like some pretty cool logos. Like you yes. look at golf courses that have cool logos. Like those two are up there. Yes, agreed. Very much so. We just happen to be in the their their home state. Yeah. Um, the um, trying to think. I used to carry my first hole in one ball with me for a long time. A SpongeBob ball. Um, uh, it was how I, what, the ball I got my first hole in one with. I don't know how if you old, remember. How that. old? Oh, oh, that was uh, that was at Pine Valley, right? Yeah, all with other East Bears. Yeah, that was your um, first hole in one. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, in, in like what 2013 or something. Yeah, not not too long ago. Yep. Yeah, I know. I mean, I was 30. Right. I 30 something. So I kind of figured you'd have one before then, or had one before then. Nope. I mean, I was. I didn't think I was ever going to get one, um, and now I have two on the same hole. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, after so many years, I mean, I've seen like a dozen in person with playing competitors and right. stuff, and. I mean, I've hit the flag stick. I've, I think I even landed one in the jar and it popped out and then rolled over and then you know, rolled over the edge of it and lipped out and all that. But how, yeah, do you have any? No, I do not. I uh, the closest I've gotten uh, was at Indian Head, and I was I was subbing for a league, and I was <laughs> just playing god awful, um, like that entire round, and I just straight up thinned like a nine iron. And it just hit the flag, or hit the pin, dropped straight down like an inch from the cup, and then and then proceeded to roll off the green, <laughs> like like that's how my day was going, and yeah. I, I would have been so pissed if that would have actually gone in because I was in such a bad mood playing <laughs> that day. Like I don't want to have to like pay you know for drinks for everyone and stuff like that. I'm like, why why this round, right? Yeah, so, I'm glad it didn't happen, but. Come yeah, on. maybe, maybe there's some, no someday. bad. There's no bad time for a hole in one. I know, I, mean, I know. And usually, yeah, you, I always thought like, man, everybody should like buy you drinks when you get one. But when you actually get one, like it's the such a good feeling that yeah, you just want to share. Yeah, your, your share feeling the of the world. Yeah, so you get real generous real quick. Yeah, yeah. My second one was in league, and I just bought. I think I called the the bar on the way over and just said, hey, just buy me a keg. For a half barrel, yeah, yep. That one's on video. Did you know that? I I knew it was on video. I don't. I can't remember if I've actually seen the video. I think I have, but it's hard to remember. I mean, it was like seven years ago. So the my, second my, one was probably only five or six years ago. Yeah, I don't think I've. I mean, I don't. I don't know if there was video of that one. It's on my Facebook feed, and then. My father-in-law filmed it, and then he just reposted it for my birthday um, a month ago. So it should be at the near top of my feed if you want to go take it. Or I'll shoot. I'll just send it to you. I, I'll, I'll take <laughs> my like that. my annual gander over to Facebook. Yeah, I'm not a I'm not a big Facebook guy, but uh, 
yeah, I'll I'll, uh, I'll definitely check that out for sure. It's always fun uh, reliving kind of those those moments for sure. Yep. Yep. So, anyways, back um, to the bag. Uh, any sentimental stuff? I, yeah, I kept that ball in there for quite a few years, and I think now it's just it's on a plaque. Um, yeah. And yeah, SpongeBob's face looking back at me for the rest of my life. <laughs> um. That that was the big that I think that was all that was in there currently. Um, nothing. Uh, a laser rangefinder, uh, a club brush, um, a little rain cover um, for the bag, and then. But yeah, I'm always putting in and out some random training aids, as I mentioned. What about you? What's in your bag? So I mean, yeah, all the all the essentials, right? Uh a pitch mark repair which is um actually i use one that uh a buddy got for me from kapalua plantation course when he went out there for his went out to hawaii for his honeymoon played that course and then brought back that um gave that to me so i've been using that as a pitch mark tool i'd like to actually go out and play that course one day (laughs) (laughs) so i can be like you know what i've actually played this course and i didn't like steal it off a dude but um which I have that, um, and I use, um, I've always used kind of like a, a half dollar coin as like a ball marker. Um, so, uh, and I had, I had those in there in my bag and then I ended up like, it just like fell out of my pocket one round. And then, uh, a good friend of mine actually ended up getting me two for, for one of my, you know, birthdays or whatever, like completely out of the blue, like, Hey. I know you've played with these. I know you lost them. Here you go. So that's pretty well, cool. there you go. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty sentimental. Um, those two are probably the most sentimental things. Um, I have a GPS um, device, not a rangefinder, but like a GPS, uh, whatever it's called, um, for distances and stuff, even though right now distances don't mean a whole lot to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that dialed in. <laughs> You, you say it's a watch or it's no a... it's not a watch it's just like a it's like a little device um but it's not like a laser range fire it's it's like a handheld device um so i have one of those um and then yeah i just have a other than that i have uh i have like kind of a little bag for for the balls that i'm going to use for that round um like a nice kind of little ball bag um, that I'll, I'll kind of fill up, you know, prior to the round or whatever. Um, what do you nice. have a set? Do you have a set number of balls that you a minimum that you need to go into a round with that uh, to make sure you can finish the round? Um, no, I mean, I usually if I just fill it up, it's enough <laughs> <laughs> for even my worst round. Um, so I mean, I don't lose like a whole lot of balls. Like I only lose. Like, on my worst days, I lose maybe a couple. Like, I'm not going to go through a whole lot. And I don't, like, I don't switch out a ball, like, every hole or anything like that. I don't. You don't? No, I'm not I'm not that great. Maybe that would help. Maybe. maybe that's the key. Maybe that is the key. Um, yeah, and if I'm ever, like, losing, if I'm ever, like, losing a bunch of balls, I have a, I have a plenty of balls in my bag other than that, but they're all, like, crappy balls. Yeah, you know, so like if I'm like in a round where I'm just losing a crap ton of balls and go, like going through that, I'm just gonna start using like the, the <laughs> bad ones. So, 
Like, I, I never run out of balls. It's just, <laughs> do I ever run out of, like, the good ones? The good ones. Right. Gotcha. Um, yeah, but other than that, um, you know, I have, actually, like, I only have one alignment stick, and it's not actually, like, an alignment stick. It's it's a it's a shaft of a previous driver that um, that broke, and I use that as, like, an alignment stick. Gotcha. Um, I thought I thought about going to like Home Depot and picking up like those those markers or whatever uh, driveway markers and use those for alignment six. Yeah, uh, that's what I have. Yeah, I just haven't haven't done that. Um, but yeah, in terms of like training aids, I don't really I don't really use a whole lot of training aids. Um, I usually like if I'm doing something like that, I'm using like practical items. Like I'll just use like. Uh, uh, just a club or whatever if i'm i'm doing kind of like a chipping drill where you know you extend the another wedge or something another club off the end of your the wedge you're using um yeah. you know stuff like that um maybe like a, a golf towel or whatever um but nothing nothing crazy in terms of like a a training aid that I've actually gone out and you know purchased that is specifically a training aid right so um but other than that like at home, I do have like a birdie ball uh, putting green mat, um, so that's kind of I guess a training aid essentially. Yeah. Um, actually, at the office, I forgot about and that's this. That's new, right? Yeah, it is. I only got it like a couple couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um, and that's been that's been really nice to have. Yeah. Uh, at home here, um, and then I actually forgot at the office, I do have an actual training aid. Um, I just forgot about it because I haven't been in the office for so long now. <laughs> Because of this whole uh, coronavirus thing, but yeah. uh, I have a I have one of those put out things, um, where uh, it's hard to explain. It's, uh, it's a little your ball back to you. Yeah, kind of. Um, it's like a little just kind of a ramp or whatever. Yeah. With a like a hole in the middle, and I have I have a putter at the workplace, and then that, and so I can putt balls, and and if you hit it at the correct speed, it'll stop like midway up the ramp where there's like a little hole otherwise yeah. it'll just come right back down to you yeah uh, so i have one of, of those yeah so uh that's like the only actual training aid i would say i have um but right now i can't really use it because it's it's back at work <laughs> yeah not doing you any good there no nope. yeah no that, that one's a good one i think that's fun i used to it's really hard to get it stick in that hole it really sure. is it really is like those I, like doing that would be like a trick shot in itself, really. You yeah. just have a compilation of those. <laughs> yeah, I remember I used to a couple of years ago. I would, I would only I would putt until it would I could get one to stay, and I couldn't go to bed until I could get one to stay um, yeah. for the evening. But then I would start out at six feet, and you know, twenty minutes later I'd be at like two feet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just trying to get one to stay so I can go to bed. I'm like, yeah, I'm so tired right now. Yeah. <laughs> Because then you just get sloppy. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely tough. Um, I think I feel like I've only gotten it to stay like two or three times. I'm not. I haven't. I haven't done. Well, I mean, I have it at work, so like, <laughs> I'm not just gonna sit there and putt, you know, <laughs> until I make it. <laughs> Sorry. Don't worry. I will. I will expense this time. It's all right. Uh-huh. I'm going to be a little late to the <laughs> yeah, meeting, guys. Right, right. Um, just get started without me. I have to make sure I can get the ball to stay. <laughs> it's really important. Yeah. But, uh -huh. yeah, so 
that's pretty much it. Uh, just trying to stay occupied a little bit during this these strange times. Kind of use whatever you can to to do some drills or whatever. And and my my uh, my pro, my pro that I'm getting lessons from kind of gave me some drills to do that really don't require any training aids too. So um, so just doing those, getting outside, swinging swinging the club. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, luckily, I, again, I still, I've been hitting balls in the garage a lot. So, I mean, that's been, been helping. Usually go, I have a set, like, uh, 100 balls that I try to hit at least every day with, like, so I'll use the, um, I'll, I'll, I'll warm up with at least 10, but then um, I'll do it in increments of 10. So I'll do like 10 shots with just my left hand, 10 with my right. 10 on my left leg, 10 on my right leg. And then I bring in a, a two by four. And then so I can like try to get uneven lies. I'll, oh, put yeah. the, I'll put the two by four. And then so just my toes are on it and the heels are not. And then hit 10. And then just my heels on it and my toes are on the turf. And then hit 10. And then put put it just under my left leg and just under my right for like side heel lies. Sure. Um, and just and then I'll hit like 10 lefty shots. I mean. Um, but where the where does the pirate patch come in? Where's the eye patch? <laughs> How many balls do you hit with that? Um, actually, haven't in the garage yet because then my <laughs> balls might start flying around the garage. It was, yeah, I had used it at the range and on the chipping green is where the pirate patch went. Has been used, um, but uh, yeah, I need to do some more chipping around the yard. I think set up some targets, get those trash cans out there, start. So using that tripod to film some trick shot videos. Yes. <laughs> I think that's something. really important. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> well, at, the, at my old house, yeah, I would, because in the garage, the only, like, I mean, it's just, like, this tarp hanging from the ceiling and then a piece of artificial turf. But then I would take that turf at my old house and put it on the deck, on my back deck, and then I would, yeah, move, like, put a... Like it or a big trash can, small trash can, put up little like, I don't know, a globe or something like just to like at different yardages and try to hit that as well as, I don't know, you'll appreciate this. That's where I would do my, um, the hockey sauce. Oh yeah. Practicing, just get a little like fake sheet of plastic for ice and then yeah, set up some like, I don't know, a, a wine bottle. And then, or like I would for that, the sauce, I had a little miniature hockey net that you try to like. Sure. Sauce it in from different yardages. But yeah, the golf, the, but this, my the, my new deck has a railing, so I don't know if that's going to work. Might have to take that railing down. Or you just got to be super accurate. Yes. <laughs> super. Which... I don't know. It just takes one. Did you see that video of Padre Harrington? Where he was, I don't think so. It was, it was just within the last few weeks he was quarantined and talking about his this chipping drill. And so he was like – and his chipping drill was kind of like a machine gun where he would like hit one. He had like 10 lined up in a row and he would hit one and then just kind of all in one motion like like follow through and then yeah. backswing. And he would just kind of keep going back and forth like sure. all the way down. Well, it turns out he like miss hit one and it went right through like one of his, his office window. <laughs> And you know when, when golf videos go bad, yeah, 
some headline about that. You'll have to, you could Google it. I'll, I'm sure I'll find it. Yeah. I mean, what else do I have to do right now? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> day drink. Day, day drink. Record <laughs> record podcast episodes. <laughs> record trick shot compilations. I mean, that's yeah. pretty much my entire existence right now. Reorganize my hockey jersey wall. Yep, exactly. So, I think that's uh, I think that's it for this episode, Nick. Any uh, any final words before we sign off? No, just keep your sanity. Good luck. I mean, we're all in the same boat. Just hoping uh, course is open. So if you're lucky enough to be in a region that's open, you know, go get it. Go get in some holes for us, and hopefully we'll all get out there pretty soon. But just counting the days and trying to be safe and. No, it's not. It's not always about what's safe for you. It's just kind of collective as a society. We need to distance and you know try to try to do what's being recommended right now. So listen to the experts. Yeah, even though they change their opinion. I mean, day, day to day. As you as you learn new information, <laughs> as all experts do. Yes, exactly. Don't be afraid to get more knowledgeable. So always more knowledgeable right so i'm uh stay and play clay and with me as always i don't know what your name is nick yeah we were talking about that before <laughs> it's just nick the stick for right now nick the stick so from uh, stay and play nick. clay and <laughs> nick the stick we're uh we're signing off see ya Arno Palmer is the Masters champion of 1960. Expect anything different? It's just not a fair fight. No, it really isn't, Roger. I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut. That's a slice. And it's a good one, too.